The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Thanks for tuning in to Brothers on Law on Go Country 105. I'm Larry Mandel. And I'm Rob Mandel. And we've been trial attorneys here in Los Angeles for over 40 years. On our show, we will discuss current events, talk about legal issues, and have some very entertaining guests stop by. So stay tuned every week for Brothers on Law right here on Go Country 105. All right, here we are back on Brothers on Law. I'm Rob Mandel. And I'm Larry Mandel. And we're so glad to be here talking to all of you out there in Go Country 105. And we're very happy that we follow Debbie the Mortgage Mom as well. What a great show, huh, Larry? Oh, yeah. Very, yeah. very good. So, Larry, do you remember when uh, we grew up in the early 60s out in Northridge, which was back then kind of rural? Suburb, you remember that? But rural. Yeah. yeah, you Lots know, I mean, we had trees, horse ranches, yeah. all kinds of cool stuff. And just like not even two miles away from our house in the summer. Camp. You, you could go to this summer fun camp. time. Camp fun time, <laughs> which was well, a day camp. And, you know, it was kind of a little, little funk to do. You know, it was uh, maybe a, maybe on an acre of land and. You know, you do your little crafts, arts and crafts, and you know, shoot some at bows and arrows and stuff like that. It wasn't the full-blown experience, I don't think. Yeah, you know, in fact, I don't remember too much about that because it wasn't that memorable, I guess. I guess, but yeah. I had a shirt that said Camp Fun Time on You still it. have that shirt? <laughs> Probably not, but it was, it was, yeah, it was fun. But talk about a more memorable camp. Today, we have a special guest, Andy Wexler, who owns... Pally Adventures, Pally Camp. Uh, it's located in Lake Arrowhead area. And so I, um, it's an honor and pleasure to introduce Andy Wexler of Pally Adventures. One of the great uh, summer camps, really, in Southern California. I'd say in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Pally Adventures. But before we go there, um, let's hear a little bit about your background and how you started this camp. I guess in 1990, I decided it would be, I, first in 1989, I thought it would, I wanted to be a lawyer and follow. God forbid. Yay, lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Good so, choice, man. Good cho- I mean, yeah. the other way you went. Yeah. Yep. So my parents recommended that I go to New York and work in a law firm. Wow. So after my freshman year at UCLA, I went to Manhattan. I was given my own office on the 51st floor really? of some big office building. And they, there was a whole wall of boxes behind me. And I said, <laughs> said, what's my job? They said, you need to digest those depositions. And I still remember it was on something called FASB 13. Yeah. And as soon as you're done, let us know. And that's what I did the entire summer. Oh, my God. <laughs> what, a, what a way to turn someone off to the practice yeah. of law. Yeah. Yeah. About three days in, I decided I did not want to be a lawyer, but I, yeah. I finished up the summer making my $5 an hour. Oh, oh my gosh. And the next, as soon as I got back in September, I decided it might be a good idea to try something different. I was running a youth group at the time and decided running a summer camp could be a lot of fun. Hmm. So that next, um, that next June, I started a summer camp with 25 kids. We picked them up. It was all based in Pacific Palisades. We pick them up at home. 
And every single day we'd go on different field trips. We'd go water skiing, we'd go to Disneyland or to the beach or to a karate studio. And every day was different activities. Wonderful. So you just started out like out of your house, basically, right? Or you had like a little office in your apartment or what? It started, yeah, that year I was in, I was in my apartment for the office and I'd graduated from Palisades High School two years earlier or three years earlier. So I just thought because I went to high school there, I could use that as my camp location. Yeah. So for the first, and that's how you got the name then, Pally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, started in the Palisades, but yeah, for the first six or seven years, I don't think Pally High, the administration, even knew we were there. <laughs> and w- once we were up to about five hundred kids and thirty buses, they started going, "Wait, what? Are, what are you doing on the campus?" Five hundred. That's kids. crazy. How long did it take to get five hundred kids and it thirty buses? Probably our fourth or fifth year. Wow, that's crazy. But this was all just like tailor-made adventures that you would do something different every day with yes. the buses. Yeah, by, by age group. So we had six different age groups from three to 15. And yeah, each age group would go on their group of three or four adventures a day. That's it was, amazing. It was just so, the kids had such a great time. It was That's so much crazy. Fun. I mean, I'd like to do that. I could see having fun just doing, hopping on one of those buses and where are we going today, Andy? You know? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, all right. So how did we get from there to up in the mountains? Well, and so that was in 1990. In 1995, I convinced my best friend who didn't go, didn't go and practice law after his freshman year of college. He ended up going to Chicago Law School, and he graduated and got a job downtown in downtown L.A. and hated every second of it. So I convinced him to quit what he was doing and start a group of parenting magazines with me. Okay. And that turned into, by the end, it was, we had six different parenting magazines, Los Angeles Family and Las Vegas Family and Santa Clarita Valley Family and a bunch of other names. I remember those publications. Mm -hmm. I do. That was good stuff in there, in those magazines. Yeah. And yeah, so he, so he stopped being a lawyer and we, we ran the magazine group together and as my business, it was great because places like Disneyland and Magic Mountain and the karate studios and the water ski places would trade us for advertisements in the magazine in exchange for, for going, to, going to their activities. Perfect. Yeah. So it was what a, a vehicle. That's crazy. And so now how did you transcend to the Lake Arrowhead area? So then five years after that, 1999, I felt it was time to move from day camp to overnight camp. So after about a two-year search, we found a camp that had been closed since 1992, hmm. and it had 150 beds in it, and we, we negotiated with the owners, and we ended up buying it, right, I think, in November 1999. Just how, bought it straight, they bought the land and everything? Yeah, bought the land and everything. With the cabins? Wow. With the cabins, with the 15, 16 cabins. And how big is this uh, area we're talking about? When we bought it, uh, we bought 74 acres initially. Wow. 74 acres. Wow. And so now... You know, that's fast, a big camp. That's yeah. not like Camp Fun Time. No. That's a lot bigger than Camp Fun Time. I, that's why I don't remember Camp Fun yeah. Time. But yeah. I bet the kids that go to Pally Adventures, the ones I've talked to, they remember. Oh, yeah. Well, we had, if you recall, we had a young client who um, had... And this is you know, a great testimonial to your camp. And it has, they, they, this person, uh, we had no idea... You know, knew your camp, knew you, right. and just just as we were getting her, she had unfortunately uh, had some place uh, on some premises got hurt very badly, and as we were preparing her case for trial, she was about well, maybe thirteen or fourteen when she got hurt, maybe twelve, right. and so now she's like fourteen years old, and she was. Uh, 
showing us all these pictures of all these great experiences, you know, how she was dealing with her injury and what was helping her deal with her injury and everything you turn and on the shirt, it would say Pally Adventures. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd say, wait a minute, are you, were you going to Pally Camp? And, you know, uh, up in, oh yeah, that's where I go. I've been going there for like three years. And do you know Andy? Yeah, I know Andy. I could tell you her name off the radio and you'd probably remember her. And uh, it was so cool, yeah. you know, to, to have that kind of tie. I've yeah. been wearing my Pally Adventures. I have a sweatshirt. And the lady <laughs> ran into me one day and said, are you a counselor there? <laughs> I'm a little old for that, but no. no you're no. not. <laughs> That's your next occupation. <laughs> Why not? You know, it's better than a Walmart job. Well, so, listen, you know. uh, Andy and his best friend transitioned from lawyer to camp. I'll, you yeah. and I, Rob, what do you think? <laughs> I, I'd do it, man. Live up there in Arrowhead. Why not? Yeah. So All right, now, so we're wanna, off target here. Yeah, but I want to go um, also to how it's you know transformed into how you started up there and what it's like now. Let's see. So it so we moved up there in 1999. So it's been about 20 years up there. Now it's now it's very very different. We have um, 700 beds at this point. We bought part of our neighbors, so we're 250 acres. And that's massive. Yep, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and we have 28 different themes. What are themes? So kids can come. At, they're pretty much individual summer camps. For example, I know what you'd like. We have a rock star camp. Okay, yeah, I'd <laughs> like that. I'm a wannabe rock star mean, in my mean 60s. A, a burned out rock star camp? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> well, you can run that one, Larry. Yeah. All right, keep going, Andy. Yep. So actually, actually, my son, this, this starting tomorrow, is going to do rock star camp. Okay, so, nice. So Noah's going to learn how to um, play the guitar. And I asked if he was going to sing, and he said he's not going to sing. But yeah. the way that it works is those those 15, 20 kids in that program on Thursday night of this week will actually go in front of the 500 kids at camp, and he'll, they'll put on a concert. Oh, that's nice. great. Yeah. So it's the whole when you're doing a theme, is the whole 500 kids doing the rock star thing or just part of them? No, we have 28 different themes going on at the same oh, time. Oh, at the same time. Yeah. So some will have 10 to 20 kids, some will have 30 to 50 kids, and it makes yeah. up the total Yeah, the total of 500. Wow. Let's, let's hear a couple other interesting themes. Um, we have a secret agent camp where kids learn how to be spies. We have a movie-making camp where they make movies. Wow. We have um, one of the best. We added seven new ones this year, and one of them is comedy camp. And the kids were, I saw them last, last Friday night, were hysterical. Better wow. than I've seen at the comedy store. These these little eight year old and ten year old kids were going up there and, and just coming just, up with the jokes. Oh my god! They each had yeah. two minutes, and it was spectacular. See, the the good thing about that is, um, and Rob, we've gone to seminars and training where it's hands on, so the kids get to perform, which you know, in front of people, you know, public speaking, which is always a big fear. Right. And so it takes that element out of them in a camp environment. I think right. It's terrific. Uh, in that kind of. Uh, protective environment yeah right yeah. that's very cool have you suffered or been injured by someone else's negligence when you need a legal team that will stand up for what is right won't give up the fight and obtain justice call 818-886-6600 mandel trial lawyers specializes in personal injury cases of all types whether it's a car accident product or premises liability dog bite or a catastrophic injury mandel trial lawyers are there for you when the fight is worth it call now for your free consultation 818-886-6600 let the scales of justice tip in your favor 
who imagines these things and runs these things? You know, you have people that, in other words, experienced musicians or experienced filmmakers or, or people like that that actually, you know, are there as consultants or, or what? Yeah, we bring in professionals to run each one of the 28 different specialties. Wow. Like, for example, this year we have an aviation camp where kids actually get to f- learn how to fly a helicopter. A real helicopter? A real helicopter up and a big, a big barrier park. And they go up in the air? They go up in the air, they fly. They That's st- crazy. Yep. They spend the week doing virtual reality, learning how to fly, learning how to fly drones, how to fly um, gliders, and then they graduate, and on the last day of the, last day of their week, they yeah, they go up to Big Bear Airport and get to fly a, fly a helicopter. And all this training is at the camp itself? Yes. A couple of our activities, like our motorsports camp, they spend two days down in um, down in San Bernardino at um, at a race car place. Oh, and, wow! Yeah. And what so it still it has that adventures thing going all the way. Oh yeah, yeah, we have we have about 150 different activities kids can do while they're there. That's crazy. And and so, what is the age group for the kids? The kids at summer camp are eight to sixteen. Perfect. See if you don't you don't you want your teenager out of the house. Get the you know hey. But to do something get, productive. Yeah, you know, or interesting. Yeah, but you get you get them out. It's like win-win situation. You get them out of the house, and and you know they're doing something that they'd probably rather be doing anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah. But so, how long are these experiences? The experiences run for the week, and we have nine nine weeks of program. The okay. average kid goes two to three weeks. Okay, but it's two or three weeks that they never forget. I, I see kids. So I've been doing camp since 1990. At least once or twice a week, someone will come up to me and go, "I went to your camp in '92 or '93, and that was yeah. the best time I ever had in my life." Uh, yeah. That's so rewarding if you think about that. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So. What, what I keep thinking of, and I have, we, I have this thought cross my mind in so many of our guests that start up businesses like this and, and you know, from nothing and make them into truly something you know, golden like this. What, what have been your particular challenges, you know, just from a business standpoint? Because, you know, obviously we're lawyers and we, we see the people struggling with all kinds of issues, you know, that, that injury related. Well, issues. that, but also, you know, just people that we meet and we know that have, you know, uh, they have various things they have to overcome in order to, to move the business forward. It's not always just, hey, you know, here I am, right? There's all kinds of challenges. So what, what kind of challenges do you normally face or have you Our faced biggest- along the way? Our biggest challenges have been employee-based, whether it's giving an employee something that they're not good at and they don't excel, or expect yeah, or expecting something, or I guess it's yeah, it's it's, re- it's really those types of things. Yeah. The, the more successful, especially when I started, I was 19 years old, and most of my employees were older than me. So it was yeah. very hard getting them to listen to you and understand that you're a boss. Right. And, and how to be a good boss was probably the biggest challenge. So how you, to manage people. Yeah. And, and you've to, learned over the years by, you know, trial and error, basically. It, it's funny because you, when you start your business and you're working really hard and your employees are working with you, you sort of think you're all in it together. And you'll be friends with those people forever. And within 10 minutes of them leaving, you never hear from them again. Yeah. So it's, it was the transition from being an equal to being the boss to not socializing with the employees. And it's not because you don't like them, but because it's just a different dynamic. Right. And but that's, how do you, that's been a big challenge. How, how do you instill passion? Because you have a passion. I mean, it's clear. 
you know, and we're here on the radio, you can't really see, but you can see when Andy talks about he loves his it. yeah the yeah. joy that he and the you know the just the elation he gets. And so, I got to add one thing, and he loves kids too. Well, yeah, yeah. well, we we know Andy personally, and that yeah. he's a great he's yeah. a great uh, dad. Yeah. But um, how do you instill or can you instill the passion in your employees that that you have for this kind of thing? I think you have to find somebody that has that passion. So we have a lot of our, a lot of our managers have been there over a decade. Oh wow! And and those people are the ones that really have the passion. It's more my job to have the vision, and it's their job to to, to carry to out implement to, carry, to implement it. Yeah. it and carry it out. And for what works really well for me is I need strong managers, so they need to be a strong enough manager. But then at the end of the day, to understand that I'm the boss, and they have to listen to what that final final decision is and be able to move on with it yeah and those are the people that that work really well with me right so how many employees do you have at the camp let's say during the summertime during the summer we have about 225 employees well that's crazy yeah so you're managing 225 people it's well, he has separate managers. We have too, separate right? managers for each part. So the summer oh, camp see. director will manage about 150 or 160. Then we have about like 40 in the kitchen and 10 and 20 in housekeeping and 10 or 20 in facilities. So yeah. it's everyone has their little 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 fiefdoms. But that's a that's a big operation. And so it sounds like and you're having how many uh, uh, kids are there at once? On a high week, we'll be between four and five hundred. Okay, so it's so it's really a two one, yeah two counselors. Nine or employees yeah, two, two to, to, to one. one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's very cool. Stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, brothersonlaw.com. And so um, what would be your advice now? And, and something starting that, up a business? Yeah. How, you know, you got someone who you know, has a, a dream like you had and they're 19 years old or they're 20 years old or whatnot, and they just had a bad experience, you know, working at some crazy law firm that made them <laughs> read crap all day. And so we, we don't do that to people, do we, Larry? Mm, okay. I think you have. But, okay. <laughs> but, but uh, you know, so what would be your advice to that person? Just really find something that you love to do. And if, if you enjoy doing it all day long, it doesn't really feel like work. And I, I mentor maybe four or five different people. And the one thing that I've seen of the people that have been successful is they all have 400 ideas and want to go in 60 different directions. Yeah. The ones that are successful are the ones that stick to one idea and they focus on it and they put 100% of their effort in. Right. So you're mentoring uh, people that are want to get into business or are in business and want to Correct. Build that, it that are in business and, work, and working their way up. Can you tell when you are mentoring somebody that they have like this? propensity towards being successful how do you figure that out it's really the biggest the biggest the biggest failures is the people's lack of focus is they have 450 great ideas and they they try to do six of them at the same time they're all doing great and they think that they can they can beat everybody in six different industries but until you really spend a hundred percent of your time focusing on that one you, you can't win yeah and so many people I mentor feel that they're the best in these five, six different ways. And after one or two meetings, I just see it pointless if they, if they feel that they have to, that's what they have to do. So when you had the buses at the school and you had just the, the, you just started out, did you have this vision that someday I'm going to have this land in Lake Arrowhead and this huge camp with all these different you know, things for them to do, for the kids to do? Not really, but when I was like eight years old, I always thought I'd have a town. 
And this sort of, this, this, so this oh, sort of this it's Andy sort of Town. Yeah, yeah, it's Andy Town. Yeah. <laughs> so it sort of it sort of went that way. And and I had the same mistake was when I started the day camp and then I did the magazines and then I started a second day camp and we started a camp search engine and we were doing like I don't know seven different businesses with people in all of them. As as the economy turned and or as I closed the day camp and then as I closed the magazines when the economy turned each time. I closed a business, I became more and more successful because I was able to focus on one thing at a time. That's pretty, that's very, very sound advice if you ask me. And I think that's very hard for people sometimes to pick that one thing and just, you know, cast everything aside, else aside. And even though it sounds good over there, sound, you know, it's like you don't want to be that dog chasing the squirrel. Right. You know, you want to be laser focused. Well, it's more fun, more fun to chase the squirrel. It is. But it I'm is, sure at times were you thinking, ah, this is kind of, where am I going to go with this? Were there like downtimes where business was just kind of slow and how do I, how do I build this up? Or what were you thinking in those terms? I guess it's nowhere near as exciting doing one thing focused. I see. It's, but it works. So if your goal is to, to be comfortable, to be stable, to be able to live the rest of your life and, and have balance, have a, a work-life balance, that really works. But no, on, on the and then that's why I mentor people because I spend time with other people. I focus on their ideas. It's fun and it's exciting. But at the end of the day, you spent your hour, you spent your two hours, and you move on and, and do the rest of your life. Right. So, so how do you find people that, that you feel are good with kids? We have... Um, I don't usually meet people until they've been with me for a couple years. But we have two people on our summer camp staff that spend, spend um, pretty much from October till April traveling the world hiring staff is that right so they so your employees come from all over the world yes and what are they looking for what is the criteria that they you know what's that special thing that that you know they're looking for it's really interesting it's more it's more a dynamic so if you had two counselors in your cabin that were level 10 excitement running around all day long the kids would actually feel a little out of control so they're sophisticated enough to know that you need one really super high energy counselor mm-hmm. and then you need the down to earth counselor. Okay. So like me, I'd be I'm the, the down to earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the down me to and Larry. Earth. Okay. So we could be counselors. I'm loving that. Oh, man, right. I'm, I'm there, Andy. man. Yeah. <laughs> We're Larry and Rob Mandel, the brothers on law here on Go Country 105. Do you have a legal issue you need help with? We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and send us a message. Then tune in on Saturdays at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. What about, you know, just uh, keeping an eye on the kids, you know, as they're, they're doing whatever they're doing and the, in the, or the heat and that kind of thing? What, what, did, what, did, what are the challenges there? Well, that's, that's probably our biggest challenge. When we're looking for somebody that's a professional comedian, and also we feel will be appropriate with kids, that's probably our biggest challenge. Yeah. We probably went through 100 comedians that we auditioned that just were not kid-appropriate. Yeah, they were wow. all W.C. Fields. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those kids. <laughs> Get them away from me. Yeah. yeah. All right, so Andy, obviously the camp costs money. I mean, people got to pay for this incredible experience, but are there any opportunities for people who are on lo- lower income, for lower income kids? Yes, we do. We offer a lot of different scholarships throughout the year. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So they actually, do they get comped, basically, and come to Pally Camp? The way that it works is all of our full-time employees each get one scholarship, and they get to decide who to give it to. 
Wonderful. So, so they could give it to their church, they could give it to their school, they could give it to the next door neighbor, however, however they oh, want. That's a great that. opportunity. I and like that. That is. And is there a way they can apply for that? It's, it's not really. It's not really an apply. Okay, so it's like word of mouth thing. Yes. Wonderful. But that's great that you're doing that. That's for sure. Yeah. And so there's other activities. I just want to touch on a couple other ones. Like there's zip lining and what else do? What else is there that's kind of interesting? Well, this year we just put in a Ninja Warrior course. It's pretty much the same. It's pretty much the same one that they have in American Gladiator. So the kids will go through about 14 different elements on a course, and it's just it's just spectacular. Wow, that is crazy. And so is is this something where um, you know almost any kid can go, or do you you know is it is it hard to get into Pally Camp? How how, how does that work? Um, we start enrollments in September, and we're usually fairly full by April or May. Okay. So no, it's it's a it's a first come first serve. Type and how do yeah. people get in touch with Pally Adventures Pally Camp? Um, they just go right on our website, pallyadventures.com. And there's somebody online 7 a.m. till 10 p.m. seven days a week. And okay. that's where they register. They can actually chat. They can chat. Okay. And register. Right. And register, right. yes. And the, and, and the parents, if you know, whatever questions the parents might have, they get answered. Yes. And how do they get there? Do they, does the parent, does a mom or dad have to drop them off or do you have a bus that takes them up? How's that work? This year we had kids from 44 different countries and 38 different states. Wow. So we pick up at, um, at Ontario Airport in LAX. And then in Southern California, we pick up at the federal building, um, Orange County, and in San Diego with buses. Wow. The federal building on Wilshire and Wilshire, uh, yep. a federal? Yeah. That's amazing. Nice. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a great camp. From, from 44 different countries. So kids, if you're listening out there, tell your folks. Yeah, yeah, Sounds kids. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Forget about the Fruit Loops. Go to Pally Camp. Yeah, get some, <laughs> yeah. Get some adventure. Get some fun. Right. Hey, so we have a tip of the day, Rob. And? and? Yeah. So this is our, tra- our our traveling hack our producer, Cam, found on the internet. And so, Andy, we talk about a tip for people uh, in our show. This is when... Send your kid to Pally Camp. Yeah, there's, that's, that's, there's one, that's our uh, biggest tip. one tip. This is for when you have no reception to the internet on your phone. You can download Google Maps for use offline by typing in OK Map. I didn't know this. Okay. All you need to do is go on the map of the area you want to save, then type... OK map into the search and press download, travel safe, travel stress-free. Wow, okay. And what is the purpose of this again? I'm not sure I follow. Uh, this is when you don't have any reception on your phone. Oh, and uh, you can still see where you are. On your OK phone. map. Yeah. All right, cool. Hey, Andy, true or false? In Louisiana, it's illegal to send a surprise pizza to somebody. False. And I'd say producer, if it's, producer if it's Cam has... If it's a Cajun pizza, if it's a Cajun pizza, (laughs) it's true. You cannot send surprise pizzas to people. Now, why do you in Louisiana? Because they didn't have enough uh, Tabasco sauce on it. Probably they're using tomato sauce instead. I don't know. No, what I would think is probably in Louisiana, the pizza uh, delivery guys. Uh, were complaining that they'd show up with the pizza and the people would say, we didn't order that pizza. Well, here, this is what it is. <laughs> Sending an unprompted, unprompted pizza is considered harassment, but oh. we sure do wish this would happen to, uh, to more of us. Triple oh, yeah. check your address if you live in Pelican State, Louisiana, or else you may be handing over a $500 fine. <laughs> yeah, I guess they, you know, they're not big on pizza there in uh, Louisiana. So we They like a, sausage, Cajun sausage. Rob uh, and Andy, this is time for our uh, message box, the Mandel message okay. box. Okay. Let's 
Carol from Orange messaged us. My family and I stayed the night at an indoor water park near a by for fun, a little family getaway. Okay, wait a minute now. I don't know what they're talking about. They stay at an indoor water park? Okay. Yeah, probably woke- at a hotel nearby. All right, okay. And they woke up in the morning. We noticed we all had these red bumps or bites. Oh, my God. That was- <laughs> we all know what that is. Uh, they, they itch, and I think we got bitten by bed bugs. I told the front desk, and they comped our room, but they never, they never, uh, they took forever to heal. Do I have any legal recourse? Yes, you do. Yes. You got to call the bed bug lawyer. Who's been on our show, yeah, Brian Varig? Varig, yeah, Brian Varig, the bed bug lawyer. Yeah, and you can message us uh, and uh, Carol, and we'll we'll send you his uh, name and number, and you get that. All right, I think it's about time for our show to end. And it's time that uh, we go out and enjoy our Saturday. We want to thank Andy Wexler for coming down and spending his Saturday morning with us and informing us about his incredible Pally Adventures camp for kids. Uh, and if you missed any part of our show or, wa- or you want to catch our previous shows, head over to brothersonlaw.com or find us on YouTube. I think it's Brothers on Law Show on YouTube. Please join us next Saturday at 8 a.m. right here on Go Country 105. And remember, Rob, let the scales of justice tip in your favor. The opinions expressed in the Brothers on Law Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice.